Hey there, this is a intro to the general public for an Ask Me Anything number 11 that I got done with um, today with members. It's about two hours long, but there's a lot of good stuff here. And I do like to give sampler content to those that aren't members to really encourage you. <laughs> if you're, especially if you're missing like the weekly podcast that I used to do and things like that, it really has felt wonderful. And now I see why with the quarantine, all these things to be really, really focused on what I create on a regular basis alongside the JRF members. And it does feel like since it's a membership, they're alongside me versus me just kind of throwing stuff out there. It feels more engaging. There's a lot of engagement that we have on a Discord server and things like that. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this little sampler of 20 minutes of an Ask Me Anything session. And if you do like it, I encourage you to check out the other materials um, that we have available to members. There's a lot of growing, a growing library there and live events like three, sometimes four a month. Okay, I hope you're doing well. Um, this is such a crazy time. And it's a really wonderful time to get answers that help you center into yourself as source energy. There's so many so called answers out there that just keep pulling us further and further away from ourselves and away from source energy. And I really um, please be cautious about all of that. It's very unsettling and unnerving, excuse me, and almost addictive. Um, it can be very cult-like. Okay. So anyway, my two cents, <laughs> I'll put some links in the description of this video, um, so that you can refer and have references to whatever we, um, you may else you may be interested in. Okay. But in order to join as a member, let me just show you really quick. You go to jillreneefeeler.com. And here is the homepage. And then you go over to members and then exclusive member experiences, i.e. original content just for members. And right over here is the upcoming events. And then we have the section for recorded events. And today's is ask me anything number 11. Since I'm not signed in, you have the invitation to join right here. And then once you sign in on the same link, all of a sudden the um, replays will be visible. There'll be a video for it and a audio available for it. Okay. All right. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> bye bye. Hello for now. everybody and welcome to this Ask Me Anything. I can't believe we're on number 11, <laughs> but we have some great questions to get through. So let's get connected to ourselves first and then we'll get started on the questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just invite you to take a couple nice deep breaths with me here, please. And feel your, let's focus on your legs for a moment and just let your legs feel heavy. Let yourself feel the weight of you, the weight of gravity, that sensation of being pulled into your body. Let yourself feel connected to you. That this isn't a prison, this is a home base. <laughs> this is home for your light, for your infinite consciousness in your humanness, that it's happy that you have legs. It's happy that you're in gravity. It's happy that you're you. Okay, let's put a smile on our face as we consider that, that truth. <laughs> nice deep breath. <sighs> that there's no one else your infinite self would rather be but you. Yeah, I know. It's good to remember that, isn't it? Okay, happy to have a you. <laughs> Alrighty. 
Uh, let's see anything else that we want to add to that connection exercise. Just try to keep that smile on your face. It's a it's a bumpy ride right now. With um, for those of you that are maybe listening in archive, you're like, what do you mean it's a bumpy ride? Well, maybe it's always a bumpy ride, but when we're sharing this, we're still in the midst of quarantines and coronavirus, and I can't wait to be on the other side of this and be able to look back at it and say, what the hell was that? <laughs> anyway. Okay, so open your eyes if you haven't already, and let's get started. For those of you that are live, um, I will turn on my video and then just know that I'll be looking up at this camera <laughs> for the recording. Okay, we did that for the Easter message and it tended to work pretty well. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, let me look at your guys' questions. Go over to those. And we'll just go in an order that I feel led towards, not necessarily how they came in. And um, we may not get to all the questions, so let's just pick the ones that feel maybe the most um, supportive and the most expansive uh, for all of us with the main goal for all of us to feel connected to our light within. Okay. Oh, there's some good ones here. And for those of you that are live, feel free to chat yours or put yours in the chat room as well. Okay. <laughs> hmm. All right, Andrea, I want to take yours first. Um, it says, hello, I was wondering if you could speak about time and how fast it's going by. I feel like I'm behind on everything. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is a this is a good topic. And we could talk about this one for quite a while. Um, many have noticed. Um, and I remember this being a topic of conversation when I first um, was having my spiritual experiences around 2009, 2010-ish, um, around that time. And people were saying, time is speeding up. And it was such a topic. Um, and I don't feel like that's specifically what you're asking, Andrea. But, you know, obviously, in, in this reality, in this realm, we operate as our humanness as, as, and as physical life. We operate within linear time and we operate within space-time, right? Um, so there is a before, there is a during, and then there's an after, right? There is a present. And how time seems to move is extremely relative. Um, you, we could go in the room next door and ask my almost 15-year-old how slow or fast time is moving, and she'd probably say, it's so slow, it takes forever, <laughs> you know? And I think I felt that way at that age, too. Everything felt like it moved slower than I wanted to, let's put it that way. Um, and then there is this uh, quickening sort of sensation that a lot of us, well, many are feeling in their adulthood, but I, again, I don't think it's everybody. Um, so it is how time seems to move, whether it seems too fast or too slow, or just in general, fast or slow, not too, um, is a very personal experience. So I wanted to kind of lay that down first. Um, and then as you're saying here, this opportunity for us to consider, um, I feel like she said, I feel like I'm behind on everything. Okay, so let's talk about that because I, I know <laughs> I know how that feels. Okay, there we go. Don't know what that was. Okay, um, this opportunity that we have for recognizing that we can say yes to too many things when maybe we should be saying no. Uh, to more things and we can overextend ourselves. 
some of us, it's not about saying yes or no to anyone else. It's that we feel like we can't keep up with ourselves. And that's what I feel is happening with you, Andrea, is that there's a sense of there's so much that you want to do and want to share and maybe even want to be that it can feel easily overwhelming in this world. And let's just kind of oh, sit with that as a possibility or if you decide it's your truth. How does that happen and why does that happen? I am aware that many of us that tend to gather together, you and I, we sense that there are so many things we could be doing. There are so many things that we even want to do and want to be and want to offer in this reality. And we feel sometimes like if we have an idea for something that we should do, then it's something we need to do. And then we develop our own kind of honeydew list <laughs> that seems overwhelming and never ending. And what often comes up in private sessions is a person's team is reminding them just because you could do something doesn't mean you need to do something. And just because you have an idea for something doesn't mean you actually have to do it. There's a lot of things we could do that we won't do. There's a lot of things um, we want to do that we may at some point later on decide we don't want to do or we do it and then it wasn't as satisfying as we thought it would be or we thought it would have a bigger impact than it actually did and that's disheartening, <laughs> right? So if we can give ourselves more permission to prioritize and uh, recognize that we do have limitations. <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't even want to say the word. I don't want to feel limited, uh, but just we, we do and we definitely have limitations in what all we have time for, speaking going, now going back to time again, um, and what we have room for and what we can do that still gives us the balance that we want, and that's relative for each of us, the balance that we want in our lives. Um, I could easily work 24 seven, just speaking for myself here. And I'd always feel like there's something else to do. So I'm so grateful that I have um, other people in my life that are sort of like, hey, mom, you know, hey, wife, <laughs> not that Jeff calls me wifey. Um, but that sense of there's other responsibilities. Um, and those are just responding to your abilities and obligations that I have that sort of give it's almost like forcing me to take the balance um, and then just other desires I have that no one's asking me but um, I want to go on a walk now every day and I didn't a year ago and anyway so it's important that whenever we feel like we're behind on everything that we really give ourselves space to evaluate what what are we behind on who put that on the list did we put it on the list did someone else put it on the list and just really really stepping back from all of it and giving ourselves permission to take things off the list. Um, and then at times when, <coughs> when I feel like I'm overwhelmed and I don't feel like there's anything I can necessarily take off the list, I just have to just like collapse back in the chair and just say, I need help. Um, even just to myself, I feel like it allows me to open up more fully to um, assistance and to support and from the the humility and vulnerability that there's only so much I can do in my humanness. And that's a part of me that I hate to admit to. Um, and you might be that way too, Andrea, or anyone else listening. Okay, let me see. Let me read it again to see if there's any other layers here. I was wondering if you could speak about time and how fast it's going by. 
I feel like I'm behind on everything. Thank you. It would be good to ask yourself, Andrea, how fast do you want it to go? How much of your life do you want to live versus consume? How much of your life do you want to enjoy and savor and remember versus rush by? What are you what are you getting? What are you rushing towards, right? If you feel like it's going by fast, there could be a sensation that you're rushing to something and possibly missing everything in the process. Right? I I know I'm guilty of that in some some various ways in my life that I just I yeah. Some of us are very goal oriented <laughs> and maybe it's not a specific goal goal. I'm not really a goal setter, but I'm definitely a vision setter. It may feel less more right brain to say I'm a visionary than goal oriented feels more left brain. And I'm a, a lot of both. Um, anyway, what are you rushing to and are you rushing from anything? Oh, there we are, <laughs> right? Um, a lot of us have created habits of being discontent. And some of us feel that that motivates us to keep moving forward as if discontent is a fuel that, that drives the car. And in what I've observed with my client work and just how my team and other people's teams show me this world, that's, that's not a good formula. Because if you're dis, not you, Andrea, specifically, but if one, if a person is discontent now, and they're trying to sort of rush away from the discontent, expecting contentment to be where they land, that 99 times out of 100 is not the case. And the pattern of discontent actually follows them wherever they are. So no matter what they did and got done and got done well, um, maybe even miraculously, the discontentment is still a still a structure that they're operating from, um, and that's a it's a tough one to break, but it can be broken, and it's very possible that even just by pointing it out, that we're able to say, "Oh my God, I do do that!" Right? I have aha moments like that all the time, where I realize, "Oh my God," <laughs> like I didn't even see it that way, and then when I do see it that way, it's like, "Well, I don't want to do that anymore." And then it's really just a new awareness that we have about um, really, you know, self-awareness and self-reflection and patterns that we have, that we operate that we don't even know about. Yeah, it's good to know about them. Okay. Okay, let me look at it again. And I'm going to hop over in the chat room if anyone has anything to add. Oh, there's good ads over here. Good job, you guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, okay, nothing specific about this one though. So okay, we'll keep marching on here. But that feels good. Thank you, Andrea, so much for that question. And thanks to our teams uh, for that answer. Yeah, oops, got my microphone there. Okay. All right, let's keep moving here. Okay. Okay, hello, Elka. Okay, Elka is saying in the Q&A that you gifted us, thank you, a question came up. Oh, she's, by the way, she's talking about the Q&A that we offered from the practitioner series. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was the practitioner's version of the Transcending Time series. Um, and we had a Q&A for the practitioners that, oh my God, I love that. And I was so glad that those that participated live agreed to share it as a Q&A. Um, yeah, I just love what came through there. Sorry. 
we're actually doing a remodeling. I know we started it like two weeks before the quarantine. So <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yep. That's my world. Okay. <laughs> They're not loud every day, but anyway, we're going to have two beautiful bathrooms at the end. Okay. Um, in the Q and A that you gifted us, thank you. A question came up regarding our one. Now I'm confused. Are you saying my one is a blend of many other ones? Sorry for lack of words. Love E. Okay, thank you for asking. No, we are not saying that your one is a blend of many other ones. Oh, but are we? Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Okay, this is tricky. Okay, your one as Elka is a dynamic. Okay, yeah, let's look at this from multiple levels. Okay, from in the reality, from in the in this realm, from in this reality, in this simulation, <laughs> you could say, um, as your Elka, you have a lot of static variables that allow you to be a recognizable Elka for most of your life and most of the world. The more that a human operates only from their five human senses, the more static if you will, uh, rigid, inflexible, consistent, they seem. All right. Now, then there's groups like us. <laughs> and we've got much more than the five human senses going on. We have layers of awareness and consciousness that are that are very otherworldly in a lot of ways. And we can feel we may look similar enough that we're recognizable to family and friends and people we knew from 20 years ago. But we feel like totally almost like a different incarnation of ourselves, right? So there's a lot of dynamic energy there. Um, and then how we see others is also very dynamic. So the whole system is much more multidimensional, which is why that word works so well. Now, from the infinite layers of source energy, is where it gets interesting. Okay. Okay. So it is um, a conventional view of spirituality is that every human is sort of assigned uh, a group of beings known as spirit guides or spirit guardians. And the spirit guides are sort of, well, they're like guides. They guide the human tends to be maybe two to five of them, that sort of thing. And I remember being told that too. And I thought it felt suspiciously like a human family in heaven. And I was kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll play with that. And huh, <laughs> you know, um, and then in the first experience where I did like a guided meditation, um, to kind of meet my guides, that's when I had that experience of feeling like there was a spokesperson and it felt like Wembley Stadium. So a lot more than two, three, four or five. And in that in that awareness, it felt like a major breakthrough for me as Jill in terms of what my what support I have in this world, what support I'm consciously aware of as my Jill that I have while I'm Jill. And what I recognized, especially the more I operated in this multidimensional way and allowed myself to operate in this multidimensional way, it became clear to me that my team would be anything I needed it to be based on what I was allowing myself to be or led to be as my Jill. So I wasn't a remote controlled car. 
with spirit guides having the uh, the remote control trying to get me to go left or go right and have me ask for permission and confirmation about every little or big thing, I was the the driver of the car and at multiple levels of self. So um, the way that you've asked, and I'm so glad you asked the question because I literally could probably do a week long workshop on this and still not be able to fully articulate what this is, but I, I try my best because it's so important and can be such a breakthrough. So Elka, you said, are you saying my one is a blend of many other ones? You are a unique configuration. You as Elka are a unique one of a kind configuration of source energy as only you can be. Okay, what you are as Elka today, tomorrow, yesterday, 10 years from now is very much the outcome of what you seek, what you desire, what you will allow yourself to be, and what you create in this reality, and how you respond in this reality to the, the external stimuli and other people's ones, etc. So this is where it gets fun because, okay, so the way that I look at it, it's almost like we are the receiving yeah, I'll say it and then I'll say why I hesitate to say it. It's like we're a funnel, right? And our humanness is is the outcome of the, the, the end, the, the output end. If you pour something in a funnel, we're the output. But what pours into it is sort of driven by what we allow ourselves to be. And the reason I hesitated is I don't want to per perpetuate this idea that what's going into the funnel is up above you. It's not up here and you're down here. It's more from the inside out, that it's from beyond space-time into space-time as you're you. You are the outcome. You are the output of the funnel. You're the human embodiment of your team. And what your team is, is changing always based on what you are wanting and allowing yourself to be and create and offer and receive as Alka. Next part to this. Many of us feel